Shalom Ubrahu, we're up to Yevomos Daf Beis. Severchenich says that it's called Mesaches Yevomos and not Chalitza because Chalitza is all is Bidiyevet. The Ramam says that Seder Nashim starts with Yevomos because this is a mitzvah which Bezdin enforces. And we want to start with a mitzvah Hechreiches. And if uh, Mayid Katan was the last Mesechta of Mayid, the Taisus Hashanah explains that we want to go from Mayid Katan, which ended with Avelos, into Yevomos, which begins with Avelos. And we start with a Mishnah that says that there are 15 women who would potter the brother who is now Chayev in Yibum from having to do Yibum and Chalitza with all of her co-wives. So if Reuven and Shimon are brothers and Shimon passes away, if one of Shimon's wives are Osir to Reuven, then all of the other ones are also. In fact, if one of the co-wives marries Levi, she still retains that koyach heter, and all of her co-wives from Levi will also be putter from Ruvain's chiv in Yibum. And this goes on forever. The fifth, these 15 women are a daughter. That means if Ruvain's daughter is Shimon's wife, right? Shimon married his niece. So Ruvain's not doing Yibum with his daughter. The Mela, all of Shimon's other wives are also putter from Yibum, Rav explains that this is a heter or a ruve, and we don't say that that iser of erva from his daughter transfers to other to all the other co-wives. Rather, he's the, the whole concept of yibum mechalitza is now pater. So it's a daughter, a daughter's daughter, a granddaughter, a granddaughter, a son's daughter, his wife's daughter, his wife's son's daughter, his wife's daughter's daughter. That's a step-granddaughter's. His mother-in-law. That's his wife's mother. His mother-in-law's mother. His father-in-law's mother. That's his wife's grandmother from either side. His sister from his mother. Yibam is only on a brother from a father. His mother's sister. His aunt. His wife's sister even after his wife passes away, and now she becomes mother, since at the time, his wife's sister was ushered to him. After his wife passes away, he can marry her sister. That'll still potter everything. And here Tesis asks, what about if, if she was a Nida at the time? But he says Nida is different because Nida is, is ushered to everyone. It has nothing to do with the relationship. Right? A person's allowed to marry a Nida. And over here, the whole story of, of Yibum is in a, the marriage. His brother's wife, his sister-in-law, his brother's wife, which Rashi explains, if Reuven passes away without kids, and then afterwards, Levi is born, his brother is born after Reuven passes away, Shimon does Yibam with Reuven's wife, and Shimon already had a wife before he married Reuven's wife with Yibam, and then Shimon dies. So Reuven and Shimon died but when Reuven was well, when Reuven died, Levi wasn't born yet. So now, both of Shimon's wives fall to Levi, but one of them, the one that was Reuven's wife, is also to Levi. And in fact, that's an onus karis. If you don't have a heter yibum, that relationship is a karis, a, a brother sister. The next on the list of the fifteen women who pater is a daughter-in-law. All of these pater. Their co-wives and their co-wives, co-wives from Chalitza, Yibum, forever. However, if this 
woman who is pottering everyone from Yibum, pottering all of her co-wives, dies, or she does miyun, which means she was only engaged midirabonon, married midirabonon by her mother or siblings, and she can decide when she is bas mitzvah to just walk away from the marriage, from this derabanan marriage. So if she does walk away from the marriage, in which case she was never married to Shimon, or if she gets divorced from Shimon, or it turns out she was an islandist, in which case the whole Kedushin was a Kedushin, Kedushet Taz, so they were never married, all the other Tsarais, all of her co-wives, now become mutter for Yibum and Chalitza. However, these cannot apply to a mother-in-law because you can't say the mother-in-law was an islandist because she had a daughter. Shimon's wife, the uh, Reuven's wife. Shimon was the one that passed away. You can't say this about your father-in-law's mother or mother-in-law's mother because they all had children, so you know they're not an islandist, and they all remained married after they were bas mitzvah, so you know that they're not going to do meal. Now, next the Mishnah explains how, what the scenario is that all the other co-wives will be become putter, and uses the example of a daughter. Reuven's daughter is married to Shimon, Reuven's brother, and when Shimon passes away, since he's not able to marry his daughter, all the other co-wives of Shimon are also Potter. If Shimon's wife, Reuven's daughter, goes ahead and marries Levi, a third brother, and then Levi dies, then all of Levi's other wives also become Potter because of Reuven's daughter or other of the, or another of the 15 Heterim. However, if Reuven's daughter dies or gets divorced from Levi or Shimon, and then Shimon or Levi dies, then all of the co-wives are mutter. If this girl is under bas mitzvah, so she is derabonanly married, and we don't know whether she's going to do miyun when she becomes bas mitzvah, so she doesn't patter the other tzaris because she might not be married. She, could, she might be doing miyun soon. But you can't do yibum because... Like the Mars gonna explain, it looks like these co-wives have a co-wife which is an erva to Ruven. We just don't know whether she's gonna do Mian or not, but it doesn't look. As of now, she's still married and she's still an erva to Ruven, so Ruven can't do Yibum. So rather, the Mishnah says, do Chalitza, which avoids the whole Isser Kares and avoids that relationship, but don't do Yibum. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.